Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Johnny Cleveland Podcast, all things Cleveland sports, with your host, John Suchan. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Johnny Cleveland podcast. How is everybody? If you are tuning in, you're probably listening to this audio on Wednesday, August 2nd. We are recording this on August 1st. So if any breaking news happens with the Cleveland sports scene or the Cleveland Brownies, we will uh, be... A few hours behind. <laughs> Let's hope nothing happens, right? We'll just uh, so I'm trying to play some background music here. Let's see if this one works. I think that this is a little bit better. Okay. So the Brownies play the New York Jets on Thursday night football, part of the Hall of Fame game. And Browns fans nationwide are getting geared up. We have been waiting for some football and we're going to get some football. So thank you for joining us. Part of this uh, Jenny Cleveland show. We're on the fanatical elves network and uh, I'm your host, John Suchan and glad to have you along. Um, Again, uh, we're part of this network that is growing by leaps and bounds. I'm, I'm like serious. When I say leaps and bounds our Downloads last month were up some 60%. 
amazing, just amazing uh, that you are tuning in, spreading the love, share our network, share our podcast with your friends and your family members, all those of you who are diehard Browns fans, let them know about the Fanatical Elves Network. Have them tune in to Apple, Spotify, download our programming, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button. We will not disappoint you. We are entertainers and we are Browns fans and we love talking about the Browns and we are like you. We talk about the Browns in ways that you talk about the Browns. We're not your high profile things that you're going to tune in. It's, you know, on the, on your streaming ESPNs and all these places. Um, you know, I was listening earlier today. They were, uh, oh, the hell Aaron Rodgers. So now Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets starting quarterback. By the way, I want to give props to Joel Cade and Elliot, uh, who had their Cleveland Browns football philosophy and rocket science. And they had a guest from the New York Jets affiliate for the uh, fans first sports network, uh, which we are part of as well. And it was really cool to give a listen to their show that came out earlier this morning. Uh, give give that a listen. Tune into that. Uh, they uh, interview the Jets colleague and had some really great conversations. And part of the conversation revolved around Aaron Rodgers. First off, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. He, historically, he will go down as one of the best to ever play the game. I get all that. But... Over the last several years, many of you, including myself, have become, I'm rather annoyed by an Aaron Rodgers. One, he's 40 years old. Two, uh, he's rather cocky. You got to be cocky in the game of the NFL. I get it. But um, our colleague Elliot uh, really broke it down and discussed at length about how Aaron Rodgers is really not the quarterback that he used to be. And obviously, Age plays into that. He's 40 years old, but it was funny to listen to his take, which is pretty factual and described in detail how, you know, Rogers yards per carry and all this, when he would rush the ball uh, has dwindled, you know, and obviously he's a veteran quarterback. He doesn't want to run a lot. I get all that, but it does show how age does play into it. And there is only one Tom Brady and Tom Brady was 45,000 years old and still playing football. And Aaron Rodgers, I think wants to catch him or something like that. So now he's playing for the jets and this guy for the jets, you know, he had some really good takes and I thought it was good, but you know, jets fans are a little delusional as well um, or more delusional than us Browns fans. I think Um, he was talking a little bit about Zach Wilson, who's going to be quarterbacking, uh, on the hall of fame game come Thursday and Zach Wilson, this kid, young kid that played for the jets. They, they drafted him high or wasn't he the number one draft pick? Uh, I have to go back and double check that, but um, you know, he's been a dud and he's going to continue to be a dud. And the, the kid that spoke about the jets quarterback and uh, Aaron Rodgers first, he was very high on Aaron Rodgers and saying how, well, and I, I hear this too from a lot of people in the NFL who follow, you know, Aaron Rodgers saying, well, he was the MVP only back in 2021. Okay, fine. But then, um, you know, this comparison of does he have the best wide receivers? Uh, you know, Garrett Wilson is there now um, for Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, the whole thing with Aaron Rodgers and 
what should we expect from him? And then this additional conversation about Zach Wilson. It was just funny to get those takes from the, the Jets perspective because um, they're a little bit delusional. <laughs> I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing anything spectacular this year with the New York Jets. They are the New York Jets and they will always be the New York Jets. And a quarterback like Zach Wilson, uh, he's had his time. He will be a lifetime backup, kind of uh, like other quarterbacks that have come and gone. And he should never have been put in that position with the Jets, but he was. He was horrible, and uh, we'll see what happens this season for the Jets. But obviously Thursday, we're not going to see these players except for Zach Wilson. We won't see Aaron Rodgers. We might see him on the sideline. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Is he even going to attend the game? Um but it'll be good to uh, have some football Thursday night. You know, usually with these games, the Hall of Fame games, most fans like ourselves don't pay attention uh, to this game. Uh, and the fact that the Browns are in the game, now that has kind of changed our perspective this season. We've had an extra week of practices down in Greenbrier. And that's all fine and dandy. Uh, the team did come back. There have been stories circulating today. Don't know how real the stories are, but they have been shared on some different Cleveland Browns platforms about the team coming back from West Virginia on a chartered United Airlines flight that supposedly they say was trashed. Now, the news is out there. Some news outlets are reporting this. Others have not said a word of it. The team hasn't said, come out and said anything about it. Uh, today they had practices at Berea for the first time. No one said a word. I don't believe about it. So don't know, but it is worth mentioning just because, <laughs> um, you know, if it is a true story, which there's no solid information coming back from any, any, either the airline or the team. I mean, obviously the team would want to downplay if something like that happened, they were supposedly had trashed or left a lot of garbage on the flight. Um, it does, you know, it, it, it gets me to thinking if, if that's the case, you know, I don't, and let's say, let's say that it is the case. Then for me as a fan and as someone who's actually been a coach myself, it's concerning on many levels because you have players that did that and you have a coaching staff or people that are in charge of these players. And obviously it's a professional game. It's a little different, but it doesn't always sit well. Uh, in my mind, uh, in those sorts of situations. I can always remember there was a time when I was a younger coach, basketball, I was coaching basketball, and we had, uh, I was with my family, and we had gone to a fast food uh, establishment back in the day, and we were coming into the establishment, and there was a, a, a junior or high school basketball team that was leaving the premises. They had been sitting in their lobby and eating their meals. And I, I always, I've probably shared this story before, but it just shocked me that this, that, that you saw these adults 
coaches of this middle school or high school team that got up with their ball players and really left. They left. And when they left, they left all this trash and the food items that had been eaten and garbaged in this huge lobby. And just for me personally, as a coach myself, who takes players and student athletes to various events, that kind of activity is just appalling. And it's funny because it's, it, it, goes to this whole thing when you have coaches that coach these players and they talk about how do they get supposed to do this and that and respect and all this and and uh, work hard and all these things they talk to these athletes that way on the court or on the field they didn't transfer it where they needed to when they were out in public and that's just a crime and I, I I've always remembered that moment because I always thought to myself whoever those coaches were are doing a piss poor job of teaching these student athletes anything about life and they really missed the boat on that one and uh it was very very i re- i remember that moment and just I, it's still today so you know it it brought back when i heard this story about the brownies and it could be a fictitious story and if it is a fictitious story fantastic uh the reason i bring it up though is because there's been more than one uh, source that has been providing information that saying that this was the case. Uh, it would be nice if either the airline or the team uh, spoke of it. I don't know specifically if anybody asked that specific question today, but again, if they did do this, and again, this is at a different level, but again, these players are athletes and they are responsible for themselves. It's not like you're teaching a 13 or 14 or 15 year old student athlete, how to go about being uh, representing their school or their team, but they're representing the Cleveland Browns. They're representing their families and all of this. And if Kevin Stefanski, who's the head coach of the, of the team, um, I, I just find it, interesting because you look at all these other things and I'm, I'm a supporter of Kevin Stefanski and I've, we've talked about Kevin Stefanski enough and many people believe that I hate Kevin Stefanski. (laughs) However, this kind of episode goes to this whole, if this episode was true, goes to how does this coach hold a locker room and build a chemistry and all of this stuff. If they're talking about sharing stories and bonding and all this stuff that goes on at, at Greenbrier and spending time sharing personal stories about one another. Okay. If that happened, great. Then why isn't that kind of stuff that's happening and transitioning? If this were the case in this actual story, there's some sort of disconnect and that's what I'm getting at. And a lot of fans have talked about Kevin Stefanski in different ways. This is one way that I've always thought there's just something amiss. If we, we when and you listen to his press conferences, when you listen to how he reacts and, and talks to his team when they're in the huddles and whatnot, there just seems to be something that's not being taught or something that's not being captured by his, the athletes that are supposed to be listening to him and being guided by him could, 
be completely off base and maybe you think that I completely hate Stefanski. I do not. But if this story actually occurred, I like to know, did Kevin Stefanski and did the coaching staff address whatever happened? Are there repercussions for what happened? Or is it going to be a brush off? And if it did happen, and if they just said, well, boys will be boys or these guys, you know, that gets back to kind of what Stefanski said about the team fight the other day. He said in his press conference that these guys are just, you know, they're football players and this is what it's going to be. The guys, it's hot and they get bothered and they're going to start battling one another. And they, you know, and he basically dismissed it saying this is football and this is what happens. And I, I just have to disagree with that. I mean, I get it. You you can get angry and get frustrated and whatnot. And you've been working and, and coaching and playing hard against your opponent and your teammates. But it's a it's a little bit of a brush off like why are people you know don't worry about that that's not a big deal and in in his mind maybe it's not a big deal and that's concerning to me as a observer of this team and where this team can go under his leadership so we'll see what happens um it did sort of give me pause uh with this latest latest story and let's hope it was all a fabrication but it was worth talking about for the entertainment purposes of this show. <laughs> so, all right. So the Brownies play Thursday. Now, Kellen Mond is going to be the quarterback for the Brownies. Now, he is the Browns' third string quarterback. And he's played in one game when he was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in, in a dust-up role. I think he threw two passes for five yards. And so um, not a lot is, uh, you know, he hasn't shown a lot, but he had a, a lot of promise coming out of Texas A&M. Uh, he's a tall kid. He's six foot three. And we'll see, you know, Josh Dobbs is the number two guy. I, he's not playing in this game. Kellen Mond is, and he'll be backed up by Dorian Thompson Robinson, the rookie quarterback out of UCLA. So I'll be anxious to see how those two play on Thursday. I think most of us who are Browns fans will definitely be paying attention to those two guys, plus the plethora of wide receivers that the team has. And uh, that should be fun to see what they all have out there and how they perform against the New York Jets. Cedric Tillman is the rookie kid from Tennessee who's made a, a pretty good splash since he's arrived and he's got a lot of talk today from the coaches and those players like Mond and um, Robinson about his abilities. The other player that keeps getting mentioned all the time is Elijah Moore, who I'm getting a little bit, you know, this Elijah Moore hype is, you know, remember a couple years ago, DPJ uh, was getting all that hype when he would catch a pass. And, you know, when Odell Beckham Jr. was still here and, Jarvis Landry and yet you know everybody was like oh my gosh Donovan Peoples-Jones caught a pass in practice and that's all that's happening these days and it's just hilarious to me the hype that gets built this kid Elijah Moore yes I hope that he does good things for the Browns but again I will remind everybody go back and look at his stat line and everybody will say come back at me and say 
well, he's just going to be a different player. The Browns are going to use him out of the backfield and he could be that third running back wide receiver guy that, you know, they could do all sorts of things. Alan Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator was even just uh, comparing him to um, uh, Cordell or uh, Cobbs who used to play for the green Bay Packers and his role with the uh, Packers when uh, Van Pelt was working with them and describing Elijah Moore in sort of a similar role. And look, if he, like I just said, he can help the team. Fantastic. But his stat lines, he's garnered eight or 900 yards total. He's got six touchdowns to his name. Good. But he only had one this past season. He had five his rookie year. Yes, Garrett Wilson came back. I get it. He's only had one really exceptional game. That was a game where he caught eight passes for 144 yards or something like that against the lowly Miami Dolphins two years ago. Well, they weren't that lowly. But still, um, you know, that's the best game that he had. Most other games, he's caught a couple passes here, a couple passes there. But nothing spectacular. So I want to know why everyone is on the hype train for this kid. When Deshaun Watson is going back, he's got all these other weapons, including Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, David Njoku. Why all of a sudden is Elijah Moore going to get the ball so many more times than he did as a Jet? Okay, well, they're going to use him out of the backfield more when uh, Nick Chubb isn't on the field or something like that. Okay, great. But... (sighs) There's only one football, and you can only run between, what, 50 or 70 plays offensively in a game? On a good day, you run 70 maybe plays, 80 plays. So I just don't think there's enough room that Elijah Moore is going to – I mean, if they're double-teaming Amari Cooper, they're double-teaming DPJ, yeah, okay, fine. But I I just don't see any of that happening, and uh, I might be the only – not Elijah Moore like hype fan. And no, I don't hate Elijah Moore. Like I hate Kevin Stefanski, but it is um, a little bit. So the other guy that came into uh, the other news here this week, free agency, Shelby Harris, who I've written about on dog pound daily. He's an offensive or no defensive lineman. The Browns are looking to up still bring in some defensive guys to support the other guys that they already have brought in like Dalvin Tomlinson. So Shelby Harris, who's played for the Denver Broncos and most recently the Seattle Seahawks is still available. And the team supposedly brought him in for a talk yesterday. There hasn't been any news since then. And so some people are speculating yay or nay on that. I'm not sure how to take that either. Uh, We shall see. So that was the free agency news of the week. Um, yeah, I mean, the Browns are right now we're, you know, we're having, we've had all these training camps. I think yesterday or today would be like day 10. They had the, uh, they met over there in uh, Berea and uh, um, the fans turned out for that. We'll talk a little bit about those fans and the coaches reactions to today's practice we're going to go ahead and pause for a quick break and then we will be right back we are the johnny cleveland podcast on the fanatical elves network 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we are back. We are the Johnny Cleveland Podcast. I'm your host, John Suchan. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, on Twitter, oh, I'm sorry, it's called X. What the hell? Elon Musk is an idiot. He's changing, he's getting, did you also see on Twitter, okay, not Twitter, X, he got rid of the tweets. They're now called posts and reposts. So if you're on X now, which was Twitter, you'll have to repost or post our Johnny Cleveland podcast for the fanatical L's network. The more that you repost and post and all that stuff, you're helping our network. And we really appreciate you as being that loyal Browns fan tune in. So later this week, which is like you're listening to me tomorrow. So we're recording this on a Tuesday night, August 1st. So this will be out tomorrow, August 2nd, when you're listening to me. So keep in mind, it's Wednesday now while you're listening (laughs) that we will have a pregame show with our fanatical elves contributors. Hopefully Elliot, Joel, Steve, Rod uh, will be available. Uh, We're going to have a show uh, prior to the Brownies playing Thursday night. We'll have a little postgame wrap up show after that. So, uh, things to tune into. We also have Joel's uh, What the Elf Was That show coming up. And then we've got Rod's Browns Blitz show. We already had Steve had his uh, Dog Pound South show this week. So just some bringing you content all the time, every day. If you want new stuff, you want to hear the latest on Browns, uh, tune in to us. We are almost available 24-7. 
All right. So the Browns coaches, the defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, the offensive coordinator, Alan Van Pelt, uh, the Bubba Vitrone guy, the special teams guy, they all spoke today. They all were coaches and talked about the progress the team is making. So they're all saying the same things like, you know, we're making progress, uh, but we had a lot of work to do and we're ready to do a preseason game, but we're not ready for the regular season. And uh, Van Pelt was asked about how, why the defense was so much better than the offense. And, you know, the fact is that they were playing some of these um, moments down by the goal line, goal line offenses, and you have five or 10 yards to work. You're not going to, you know, win uh, a lot of those battles when you're just, it's just like a passing exercise. They weren't having Nick Chubb back there, or whoever they're going to run as their second running back. Speaking of that, who are the Browns going to, go with is their son second running back are they going to stick with elijah Moore? are they going to give jerome ford a few more runs he only has 12 yards to his uh, name uh, that he picked up last year as a rookie do the browns still go out and pick up a veteran someone like zeke elliott you know he's still out there i think the delph cook signed with the jets or is that in the works don't know if that's uh, for sure yet or not so anyway um ben pelt talked offensively you know he likes the deep Offensive, uh, the wide receiver room he's got. Um, Jim Schwartz, I tell you, what a what a character. This guy is just, I mean, he could, it, let, let me, I'm just saying this again. I know you hate, you think I hate Stefanski, but if things go south fast, Jim Schwartz is an excellent fill-in if they needed, if the Browns needed to fill in as, as, as uh, at a coach. Um, and, uh, you know, he said all the things that he's, you're supposed to say. He likes what the team is doing, the progress that they're making, but they have a lot of work to do. And he, he was one of the issues that was addressed was, well, the linebackers, you know, both Walker and um, uh, Taki Taki have been injured. They're coming back from injuries. What does this do for your linebacking room? And he, you know, was positive about it and saying how it's giving the younger guys more opportunities and more time to kind of synchronize and learn the game when they don't have Walker and Taki Taki there. So he's, sees it as an educational uh, and athletic, you know, getting those reps and all of that. So that that's, that's great. Bubba Patron, the best story of the day for him was how he, when he got to work this morning at six or whatever this morning in Berea, he thought he was late that he missed the memo or the text message from his coaching staff because all the Browns fans were already tailgating outside of the Berea training camp. So that was kind of a neat little story. Um, yeah, so those are you know, kind of the where the team's coming from. You know, they're going to see a lot of different players. We're, we're going to see a lot of different players Thursday night. Um, you know, I'll be excited to watch. And, uh, you know, if you're watching by the end of the third and fourth quarter, uh, bravo to you Browns fans. You know, if the Browns were not playing, you and I both know that we would either have the game on as background noise or not watch the game at all. So, this gives us Browns fans something to uh, get excited about, talk about, write more stories about, do more podcasts about, because you are a diehard fan and you love the Browns. So we need you to follow our guests, again, the Fanatical Elves Network. We need you to tune into the Johnny Cleveland Podcast. We I bring you a show every week at least, sometimes two in a week. We have our training camp shows that we've been running every day now. We've got Elliot's uh, and Joel's show, the football philosophy and rocket science. 
We got Joel coming out with his What the Elf Was That? Steve did his show, like I said earlier in the show, uh, with the uh, Dog Pound South. And Rod brings his uh, Browns Blitz show. On the weekends, we have the Any Given Sunday show, which we're going to be doing more like in the mornings of the Browns games. We will be pumping that Any Given Sunday show out to you prior to kickoff on Sunday. So that will be a regular Sunday morning programming We'll also be bringing you instant reaction of Stefanski's press conference, plus a post-game show of the Browns games uh, when the season starts. So, so much coming. Uh, We haven't had a giveaway on our Fanatical Owls Network for a while. We will be getting back to doing that again. We did give it, we've given away shirts and uh, all sorts of items. We've given away a pair of Browns tickets. We've got a uh, one of our fans, uh, has uh, two tickets to go see the Baltimore Ravens in the game on October 1st. We can't wait to hear how he, how he uh, enjoys that experience. So uh, I'll be up there too. I'll be, uh, I also write for Northeastern Ohio Sports Insiders and uh, should have an additional gig uh, during this Browns games for them. And uh, I look forward to that experience and then to be able to provide some inside information Back to you, the loyal Browns fans. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Johnny Cleveland Podcast. Uh, We'll see you next week, Uh, and we'll have more to talk about. We'll have things, you know, we'll review what happened with the Browns game on Thursday. We'll we'll dive into all the the, the positives and the negatives, and hopefully I won't hate Kevin Stefanski, and I won't hate Elijah Moore any more than I do already. (laughs) All right, take care, everybody. And go Browns. And I always like to end the show. You know, you know what I say. Ready? You got to say it with me. Remember to keep smiling. Take care.